0: Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL's on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against anti-Semitism and hate, ADL's efforts are worldwide, including in Israel. Though the work is different from the U.S., it is still about combating bias and bigotry. And once a year, all of this work comes together in something called Israel Social Cohesion Week. This is a national platform to discuss some of the most pressing issues in Israeli society. This week of activities will run this year from November 13th to the 17th. I've invited the amazing Carol Nuriel, the director of ADL's office in Israel and the visionary for Social Cohesion Week, to tell us all of the details. Carol, it is great to welcome you back to From the front lines.
1: Thank you, Scott, and happy to be here with
0: you. So I want to start with a basic question about the work you do in Israel. I led off by saying that it's different from the work we do in the United States. Can you briefly describe that work?
1: Remaining true to Israel's, um mission to fight against anti-seminism and to secure care and just treatment to all, well, we do those two things in Israel in the way they translate well into the Israeli society. Meaning by that that the fight against anti Semitism in Israel takes a different shape because we as Jews in Israel in a Jewish state will live in a sense of majority. So we do not fight anti Semitism, we raise the world of anti Semitism about the immigration of Israel because Israelis are not exposed to anti Semitism the way Jews in the diaspora um live. the second um the second element of ADL's agenda which is to fair and just treatment to all well. is translated a little bit differently to to make it work right here for the Israeli society. So the way we do it here is protect minorities within the Israeli society from racism, discrimination, um and, and, and any um you know form of stereotypes and prejudice against them.
0: So you started working for ADL more than 20 years ago, but about five years ago, you decided to launch the Social Cohesion Summit, as you called it. What was the goal of that first summit and what led you to launch it?
1: So ADL was celebrating its 40th anniversary and and we were thinking about what we could do to mark this um, important milestone. And, and I think that we get to a conclusion that we need to take, um, you know, and, step, uh, and, and move ahead with our um, work. And building on, the you know, many years, 20 years of work in educational spaces, the work that the, the anti bias work that we've done at schools, the advocacy, standing up for communities, this work that we also need to provide a platform where a respectful, civil conversation can take place. And it, it's hard to think about that this way, but we found out that, you know, as many places around the world, um, many Israelis were not willing to sit with what they consider as the other and just have a conversation. So the youth and the consequences are so deep that there needs to be a platform. We need to create a, a sort of an artificial platform for them to sit together and talk about various issues. And not only that card, but really bringing together all all the spectrum of ideas that exist on various topics.
0: Clearly uh, an important important gathering, which has applicability not just in Israel, but really everywhere. Finding opportunities for people to interact with the other uh, could not be more pressing at the moment. So... What has happened to the summit over the past five years?
1: It's become much more relevant. And, and three of the five years, I mean, Israel has been in a sort of a long election campaign and, and uh, leading to the fifth, even the fifth election in uh, three and a half years. So we knew a lot of instability. Um The COVID uh, crisis around the world and has a lot of implications on the Israeli society the um, security challenges that, that um, are happening in, in Israel, all of those elements really made the Israel Social cohesion Center really much more relevant. And, um, and look, I mean, the conversations that we've had along the way really have showed us how important it is to provide that platform for not only for the audience and the participants and those who are watching, but even for the speakers themselves, who, for some, it's just a time that they interact with the other side. And that was really, really within for us, and really an added value of such a summit.
0: We're recording this as the elections are taking place, the Israeli elections, but they will have finished by the time of Social Cohesion okay. Week. What better time to find a way to bring society together than right after the Israeli elections? Did you plan for this to, to be right after the election?
1: No, not at all. The conference that the Israel Policy Cohesion Week was planned um, a year ago, you know, much before we even thought that there was going to be an election. So, so it just happened this way. And I think it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity really to heal the wounds of the political instability that we've had along the years. And look, I mean, I think that as, as a society, we have to come together and really find, you know, and, and, and maybe renew our commitment for um, a shared future. And let me just describe, to because I are speaking to an American audience, there's one difference that I can point to. In America, I think that people, are unified in a certain way, you know, just because of having a constitution. So you have a constitution, you have something that you share, all of you. Israel doesn't have a constitution. So when you ask for Israelis about what's their vision for the future, you might get four different answers. And that's part kind of the story, the Israeli story, but we have a lot of similarities. A lot of, some parallel narratives, some are competing. And, and the problem, I think the basic problem is that we not only disagree on attitudes and our opinions, but we also disagree on the rules of the game, which are very basic so respect, the respect, inclusion, the civil discourse, the respect to democratic institutions. And I think that this is where our commitment should be not to have the same ideas and attitudes, not, not at all, but really um again, to the basic clear of the beginning.
0: And in the spirit of inclusion, I love the fact that you simultaneously translate the Israel Social Cohesion Week into three languages, Hebrew, English, and Arabic. Why is that?
1: Arabic as a language um, has a special status in Israel and even according to the Supreme Court. Um, it's considered um, as an official, an official language of the state it's present in the public sphere is not is not really felt. And we said that in order for people to feel included in the conversation, we have to make the conversation accessible to them in their own language. So they can participate and so that they can open, open up in their own language. And by the way, this is the way we do the educational program that we do in the R subscape. We all these facilitators um, and moderated by members who speak Arabic, because we feel it's very important and we started the respect that we give to this community um, and I'm trying to say that the whole conference is theoretically translated into three languages and not only the conference itself but also the material that accompanies um, the conference including the website and that's a lot of work for us but we feel this is so important Meaning social
0: in social cohesion in That's uh, amazing. And uh, so let's, we have a couple minutes left. Take us through this year's week, starting with the summit on Wednesday, November 16th. What will that event consist of, and and who are the keynote speakers?
1: So we have invited um, a lot of decision makers to the summit. Um, we will not be surprised. It's very hard to confirm um, politicians before elections, but hopefully they will confirm. Uh, right after the election. But we're going to have a lot of politicians but, and the way we, um, when we invite politicians, we don't invite them to speak about politics, but really give answers to the public um, about issues pertaining to social cohesion. So the risk and the community, within the where this is fighting, we are asking them and they need to address it. So, so, so that's the aim of bringing politicians. And we are bring politicians from all the spectrum because we're very equal. Um, we address a lot of issues related to religion and faith, uh, the parallel and continuity, the relationships between the various sectors living in the global society, and some trends of tribalism, um, all the recent crituses. Uh We also address some, like, non-usual topics, like investments in social causes, um, how do they look like, and what are the advantages of doing good in the business world? the role of the media, the role of TV and film industry, and so on. So that's going to be the, the World Social Summit. But in addition to the summit, we're also having local events. We're um, doing the World Social in Israel. So we have an event. And, uh, and, and, and Very
0: stuff. quickly, and, since we're, we're running out of time, just tell us, how can people in the United States tune into all of this?
1: So all of it is going to be on our Facebook page, in Hebrew, live, and Um, a couple of hours later on YouTube
0: translated into English. Okay, and we will put a link to that in the show notes. Cal, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. I thank you for telling us about this important series of events and encourage all the listeners to register now or go to the website to watch the recording. And of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify. To ensure that you do not miss a show, just search for From the Frontlines and please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.